0: Hello and welcome to the Potters Podcast. This week has not been good after a 1-0 defeat to Bristol City and then of course yesterday we followed that up with a 1-0 defeat to Blackburn Rovers. his playoff dreams and tatters. What is going on with this consistency and lack of consistency is what I'm, call, what I'm going to call it. It's not been a good week. Me and Andrew are going to cover it. We're going to cover many other things as well. Obviously the women didn't play because of the snow. But we're going to discuss a bit about the transfer window and what we need because there needs to be reinforcements so sit back and enjoy so hello on this bad week being a tote fan after all the excitement of last week
1: um it's been a rubbish week and the only thing that's cheered me up was actually you before we started the podcast telling me that you were frozen because you didn't wear appropriate clothing yesterday and i just i just think that's the best bit of news
0: that shows how bad it was that I'm laughing at your misfortune. Well, to be honest, I'm still shivering. I've got, I've got, I've got to be honest. Well, I was going to be a laugh after and I thought, well, it's fashion first. I it, it didn't feel it yesterday. I've got to be honest, I put my jumper on just to body warm it. Body was fine, but I felt like my arms were gone. Honest, I felt they went numb at one point as well. I've never been as cold as a football match in my life. And when I went pitch side after the match and there were some players uh, who hadn't,
1: got on the pitch doing their running around I felt for them because it was absolutely Baltic last night Baltic with a
0: capital Bolt yeah it was it was horrible horrible heavy right so I didn't go midweek having the Bristol City game so you're going to have to cover it for us now Ange
1: yeah well I um right let's let's just start it off when Fletcher has a chance in the opening minute and a half he hits the post with it. I thought he probably should have scored, then later on in that half he hits the crossbar and we have another chance and you just start thinking to yourself, they're going to get one chance and score, they got one chance, we switched off, it wasn't the best bit of defending, the guy took it well, he scored and from that moment on I thought oh god, we were way the best team but unfortunately they did what Stoke used to do and that was they needed a result they ground out a result and even in the 95th minute because uh, he played 7 minutes added time um, we were still passing the ball sideways and backwards without the urgency I felt we needed and again he didn't play the full time but we could have been playing until yesterday and we still wouldn't have scored in that match so it was a very disappointing result but, it, it, but the team Listen, they played some good football, but I just feel that the urgency... um, I think we're a little bit naive in terms of maybe that's the youth of the players when they think they're going to continue to play and and a goal will come. And I thought it it sort of transferred itself to yesterday because I felt we lacked a great deal of urgency yesterday. So just summing up the Bristol match, they were lucky to lose. They shouldn't have lost, but they lost. And the one thing I will say is if Bournemouth or Fulham had had those chances they'd have been three up before half-time and that's what
0: we're lacking at clinical finisher. Yeah, it's something that we're going to discuss later about the squad and what we actually think about the players but before we okay. do that, we'll go into the absolutely Baltic conditions of yesterday, which was blackbeard Rovers, where again we lost 1-0 Yeah, and they,
1: they had probably two chances and scored with
0: one of them Yeah, it's the, th- the thing with yesterday is that we just couldn't handle their pace the The selection of the team I didn't agree with I thought we were laboured and Remain Sawyers you know absolutely just just no go in him at all is there? you're it, talking
1: about the man of the
0: match I know he was man of the match but there was no go in him whatsoever was yesterday well I,
1: I actually thought from the word go, I, personally I don't think many people would have would have picked a different team because we're down to the bare bones of the squad for whatever reasons, injuries, whatever, We uh, bad luck, we haven't got the full squad that we wanted and I, I will say now that if if Bournemouth or Fulham uh, had lost their best three players and then by that I mean Campbell's clearly on his way back and proved how far off fitness he was yesterday, we've lost Powell, we've lost Suter. I think if any team, Fulham and Bournemouth as well, had lost their three best players, they'd be struggling. The one thing I didn't think he did, which sorry he did, which I wouldn't have done, was either left Tyman in the position he was in because we made several positional changes, and Tymon just didn't didn't get into the game because he was having to do a different job. and uh, then when we changed it again, we looked a bit better. but again, yesterday, I, I just felt that there was a lot of sideways passing for passing's sake, and and I'm a bit like you with Sawyers, to me, Sawyers is great in a team that's winning and going forward and under no pressure, but I've said this on several of our podcasts now, Ian, I think he's three years too late for us, I think his legs have gone, he doesn't defend and strap back well, and uh, to pick him at the man of the match, I just think that was somebody that wanted to meet him, because you couldn't pick him as, in my opinion, he, he wasn't man of the match for me, I don't know what you thought.
0: Well, he wasn't. But I think he got man of the match because of that shot. To be honest, <laughs> I honestly do. I think I think because did anyone shoot? So he get man of the match there. I gave him the champagne because there was no nothing else to it of note really. I was sat there freezing, differing. There was no no appearance from Blackburn fans as well, and it, I was just sat there thinking this is just horrific and watching Stoke pass the ball sideways when they're one nil down. and, yeah, in this- and Danny Bar had the ball too.
1: It's all right passing out from the back, but Danny Bart's not a he's not a cultured defender. I thought he played very well, but we, the balls around the back back three too much for me. Um and backwards and sideways passing isn't isn't going to, to get you very far. And when we were doing the backwards and sideways passing, Sawyers to me tends to dwell on the ball and, and then he always loses it. So, um, yeah, it was pretty dire.
0: Yeah, it was dying, but we've got to do the player rating, so this is going to be exciting. We first go in with Adam Davis.
1: Well, we could have been one down before we lost the goal, when he sort of came out in no-man's land, and I think it was our good friend Ben Britton diaz from Bridge High who managed to miss it. Uh, I thought that was poor keeping. I also thought he didn't come for two or three crosses. Well, he started to come and, and then went back, and I... I actually didn't think he covered himself with glory with the goal. He
0: made one good save at the end, Um, so he's lucky to get a five off me. I'm getting with a four for Adam Davies. I thought he was very poor yesterday. He seems lacking in confidence. Like you said before, there he wasn't coming for corners. There was a couple of times with a free kick as well where he sort of ran late, and I think the centre back at Blackburn got his head to it, but luckily it came to nothing. But for me, he should be getting his hand to that shot from that distance. There was no power in it. it, it yeah, it was low. But I'm sorry, he should be getting his hand to that. I don't care. If that, if that was Bersic, you know, that would have been saved. And I know he's a bit hit and miss at the moment as well. But to be honest, he's a player that for me at the end of this season, I would say thank you for what you've done. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm getting him with a he just He wasn't good enough at all for me yesterday. And that's why I'm getting him low. Right, the... The right-back, as we should call him, Tommy Smith.
1: Um, he gave us nothing going forward yesterday. Um, that might have been because he was having to do more defensive duties. I actually thought the defence did OK because, you know, they're a, a free-scoring team this season and we, we limited them to one goal and even that was a tad fortunate. So um, whilst he didn't do much going forward, I thought he defended OK and so I'll give him a five as well.
0: Uh, I'm going to go in with a four again for Tommy Smith. I thought he was non-existent at times. Um, I don't trust him defensively. Never have done, and he's starting to remind me of the Tommy Smith of last season. Again, now you know he started well this year, which I've already give a lot, give him a lot of credit for. But this, this now he's gone back to that same player as last season, not really bringing a lot to the table, and especially in a position like that when you play right wing back. Even if you are sitting a bit more deeply, you've got to get up and attack to, to get balls into the box to try and create something or make something happen. And he wasn't doing it. He barely went past the halfway line and it just wasn't good enough for me, especially in that kind of position. Right, so we've even tip Morgan Fox. Um, I didn't think Morgan Fox had a very good game, actually. Um, I, I, I would
1: have probably put time in it to left wing back
0: if I'm being honest, rather than Morgan Fox, but I think he had his worst game in the Stokes shirt. not that we've seen him too many times in the Stokes shirt, so he's getting a four from me. Hey, I'm going to go with a two for Morgan Fox yesterday. God, th- you are a Oh, yeah, he was, was God, but I, to be honest, again, left-sided player, no pace, barely saw him get the ball, to be honest. I think he was very slow when Dolan was coming up, when the right wing with Dolan once, it was running up at him. Yeah. He just he couldn't even do the defensive duties because the player was too quick he was in there it was just poor decision to put it put him back in he's not 100 percent fit so what do you do i'll tell you what you do go mark against the quick one of the quickest players in the championship it was just silly and yesterday he didn't show anything for me to go well i'll give him an eye mark he, he i think he got he failed a couple of tackles where he tried in and got nowhere near the man and it's he, just not good enough he's a player that i'm sorry he's not good enough for this level. And that's my opinion on Fox. And I'm giving him a two. He was very poor yesterday. OK. Right, now we go into a man who I don't see why the manager keeps picking. He keeps getting played. Everybody can't stand him. He even got booed when he come off. James Chester.
1: Now, I would agree with you that James Chester had a very poor game. Um, James Chester has no pace at all. And I wouldn't play James Chester. Uh but he played him. He obviously likes James Chester. I saw Michael O'Neill's um, body language when Chester sort of got cheered off. Um, but I'd, I just thought he was awful. I, I thought it was the. W- Look, he wasn't alone in having a bad game, but I thought it was his worst game in the Stoke Shirts. Um, he had a chance at Bristol, going back to Bristol, where he couldn't even have the ball properly, and he, he was way superior. Uh, on, in the Bristol
0: game but for me James Chester is getting a three uh, he's getting a one from me James Chester um, he's got He's got to start taking the responsibility now because he, he was the player we, we, that we brought in a couple of years ago because we, he, he had a bit of pace about him and apparently he can start play from the defensive line he's got to do that job he, when yeah. he, and the problem is when he's picking up the ball and I saw it yesterday he was picking up the ball and picking to the easy option all the time and then of course, on the, I think on the lead of the goal, he's the man who gave give the ball away. The, the truth is with Chester, he is not good enough. If this club wants to get promoted to the Premier League, which is what they've said, we are not going to do it with a player like James Chester in our defence. Pure and simple, he is not good enough anymore. To be honest, I've, I don't think he's been good enough since he came. I think we, we've seen good performances here and there, but it's always been sporadic. This man is finished at this level. He is completely finished. It's reminding me of when Charlie Adam stayed two years too long where he was losing his legs and we were thinking why is he still playing? Because there was no one else. And that's the problem. That comes down to the board. If we haven't got players to replace this rubbish then the manager's got picking. Yes, true. And he's getting a one from me yesterday because it was just poor. Everything he did was poor. He gave the ball away all the time. Whenever he got the ball, he kept putting other defenders under pressure because it was the easy pass for him to make. He was he was not looking up and he was panicking. Whenever Dolan ran at him, he panicked. He didn't know what to do. He was just sort of running around trying to get in the way of him. Poor. And that's the end of that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> right, so we're going to Danny Batts.
1: Well I thought Danny Batt was one of our better players not that I thought there were um, a great many decent players yesterday, I I thought he 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 was good defensively he probably had our best efforts at scoring so I'm going to
0: give Danny Batt 6.5 I'm going to give him a 6 because he he actually is my man of the match Danny Batt I thought he played well defensively he's a bit wobbly as we know but he he took no nonsense and there's a couple of times that saved us when he just booted it up the line or booted it out for a throw in and sometimes you need that when you're coming up against pace like Blackburn because that's why they score so many goals because they're so quick up the top and yesterday I thought Bats was good he was unlucky not equalised for us right at the death and yeah I'll give him a good six and I will get I'd say he's my man of the match to be honest Bats because let's be honest it's really hard to choose anyone else I'll be brutally honest with you Right, so now we go into, for me, second choice to Man of the Match, Ben Wilmot.
1: Now, I would have given Ben Wilmot Man of the Match. Um, I I would have put Ben Wilmot in midfield, by the way, yesterday. Um, I would have played him up as a midfielder uh, from the very start, and I thought when he went into those positions, he looked very good. Um, Unfortunately, the reason Ben Wilmot isn't getting Man of the Match for me is because, despite you saying Chester... Uh, was at fault for the goal Um, and I think it's very poor by the way to try and blame a referee's incredibly wrong decision we should have had a corner but it's a long way from the goal kick to the goal to to blame the ref for them scoring but going back to Wilmot I'll give him a six because um, he gave away the goal
0: See I thought that was James Shasta
1: no, you see, that's why
0: you got, you were definitely frostbitten. Oh, <laughs> I was differing. I was you shaking, I probably couldn't see. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, there's was... something wrong with you if you think Ben Wilmot
1: and James Chester look alike because there is a one thing that I won't mention
0: that clearly marks them out from being different. Well, to be honest, I was different and, and my eyes aren't the best anymore. I've got, I've got, oh, okay. I've got to be honest. Yeah. Well, James, Te- James Chester sorry, might play better with a ponytail. Well, you never know, It could improve him. But going into ben wilmot i thought he did actually play well in midfield yesterday when he come in and that's something yeah, that yeah, i that something i've been saying for a while is put him in holding yeah. midfield till we can get in and again i've been proven right i'll have a word of michael when i say him um, you are i would yeah i think it suits him more for me because i think because he's too busy running up the pitch and it depends who you're playing against if you're playing against a slow team playing that system where you can where ben can break forward and break up the pitch it can work, but when you're up against pace, you you, you, know, you, you need you see him in midfield so he can settle and knuckle things down. But yesterday, he was the only person making anything move and anything happen. yesterday for me, Ben Willmott from the defensive line, because Chester was just putting him under pressure all the time by passing to him when there's a strike in him or a midfielder in him, and I thought he did well yesterday, Ben Wilmot. I'm going to give him a five, because he's my second-choice for man of the match. But, yeah, okay. he was definitely, now I remember, he was at fault for the goal. And, you know, but he's still amazing. We, we all still love him to a bit. Yes,
1: even
0: me. Right. Josh, you feeling all right, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I
1: think
0: I'm still frostbitten. <laughs> right, so moving to Josh Tymon. Um, As I say, he should have been at
1: wing-back, left wing-back. Uh, he tried. But
0: he had a couple of runs towards the end when he was playing out in what was his normal position. But I didn't think he played very well. And I'm giving him a five. Uh, I'm going to go in with four for Josh Diamond. Um, yeah, clearly he was out of position in midfield. It didn't suit him at all. He's, he's a player that doesn't seem to like going for the ball, in my opinion. He seems one of those players that likes the ball coming to him, onto his yeah. feet. He seems like a player that you know, won't go chase the ball down unless the player's directly next to him. He's a bit lazy, to be honest, is where I come from. He's just signed yeah, a new... Yeah, that's probably a fair comment. And he's, um... He's just signed a new contract and everyone's ec- ecstatic about that, which, for me, shows how far the club is, um... going down the wrong avenue, that we're dead excited, because he's a player that I'd like go, to be honest. I know a lot well, of people... Well, it's
1: quite interesting you say that, Ian, because I would have said it's an indication of how our ambitions have changed, because... If you'd have said to me 12 months ago that we'd still be getting ecstatic about the signing of Josh Tyler, who hasn't who hasn't played badly for us, I, I would have said, "Wow, is that the market we're shopping in now?" But it clearly is the market we're shopping in, um, and I I agree with you that um, we should be. If we, it's financial fair play, I know, but but we need to be setting our sights a little higher. I think.
0: Yeah, and that, that's why I'm I'm not a giant fan of time as a squad player, fair enough. If he's gonna, you know, be a backup to Dougherty in the future or a new new signing, then I can understand it. But as a first team player, I don't see enough from him for me to go, yeah, what a player. He could make it in the Premier League. He's a player yeah. that could hit, you know, eight, nine goals a season or create 17, seventeen, eighteen goals a season. Yeah, he's I not agree. that player and that's the reason why i'm not a giant fan of him he's been here a long time he's played a lot of football this season and his performances have deteriorated they haven't yeah. improved they are slowly going down bank which is why it's getting a fall from me and i don't know why the manager thought he'd be a a good choice for midfield i yeah. don't get it right so now we go into the club's man of the match which was remain sawyers yeah um
1: well I think I ought to lay my um, cards on the table here, uh, for those that haven't listened. As I've said, I think his legs have gone before, but I am not a big fan of him. I don't think he's a defensive midfielder. I think he's great when you're winning, and he's a luxury player, and we can't afford a luxury player. Uh, I was staggered when he got the man of the match. I was more staggered at uh, the amount of booing when he came off. because. I just thought that was pretty low. Stoke fans are normally above that, I think. That clearly rattled Michael O'Neill's cage. He wasn't in a very good mood after the match because he'd obviously Chester people had cheered when he come off. They booed when uh, sawyer has got man of the match. In terms of his performance, I'm really struggling to see what he did. I thought he I thought he was pedestrian. I thought most of his passes were uh, backwards. Uh, he gets caught on the ball too much for me. Now, that might be because he's expecting people to move and they don't, I don't know. But he's not the sort of player that I thought he was. And when we had him from West Brom, they all said that um, he was not doing very well for them. I think Dyer was the nicest thing said about him. Um, I'm going to give him, are you ready for this? I'm going to give him a two. A two? Yeah. yeah
0: well, same as me. I'm lucky
1: to get that, actually.
0: Um, I'm getting it. was going to give him a two as well. I thought yesterday. I don't know how he got out of the match unless it was because of the booing. Because it- the only thing I can think is because of that shot. You know, we brought the save out the goalkeeper. It's the only thing I can remember yesterday, because there was so many times he we was just letting players run past him. He's passing. I just thought people wanted to meet him. I mean,
1: that's what I think. Somebody in, in the sponsors box wanted
0: to meet him. Probably from from Brentford or somewhere. Well, it's got me be something because yesterday he was he was poor. I, I don't understand yeah. how well, anyone could give him that, I would have liked to pick up my
1: man at the match award last night. So maybe that was the for a
0: punishment. Because <laughs> he, he he was poor yesterday. He he didn't follow his men, He he was not marking up well. Even in corners, I was noticing he was losing his man every time. And I thought to myself, this is a player that you, you know has had a good couple of years at Brentford, and then has lived off that now for a long time. You know, it's to, say, it's, 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 from, to be honest, that when I look at Remain Soeyes, he reminds me so much of Ryan Woods, a player that most of the time is just walking around expecting the ball come to him. And it's all right when you're in Brentford because the ball's always going to come to you because they've got pretty much every defender they bring in can pass the ball because they're very good at recruiting. But when you come to Stoke, you know, they, they just don't want to pull the sleeves up and put some graft in. He, he walks around like Kenwyn Jones with his mouth open when we yeah. when when he needs to get back and help out, and it's alright yeah, out with Kenwyn because he was a striker. So you yeah. know you don't expect him to get back, but when you're an old, when you're an in midfielder, the number one priority of the job is to get back and Absolutely. help. Yeah, and he wasn't doing it yesterday. And I'm, yeah. and I, I, to be honest, I, I don't want to admit it, but I will. I, I was one of the people who booed because yeah, I I, ju- well, I just I thought he was he poor. He's what. Well. They'll uh, keep you warm. Well, I had to do something. I was, I was hopping around at one point. But, yeah, not good enough at all for me, and Rain. So he's now going to Mario Varanchic. Well,
1: I thought Varanchic... Well, he was the only one I felt that was trying to push push the ball up the pitch. And he's clearly our most creative player at the moment. But I wasn't overly impressed with him um, either. I... I that they were trying to defend and, and if we got a goal, I, I always felt that one goal would win it yesterday and I think we were trying to just defend and, 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 and limit them to chances and maybe nick nick a goal, it didn't work, um, I'm going to give Vrancic a five.
0: Um, I'm going to give him a four to be honest Rancic. I thought yesterday he was good in possession and yeah he was the only player trying to get things moving but the problem was we had two forwards up front, none of them are knock-on man, but he wasn't threading enough balls through for me to try and get Campbell away okay. or get get Brown away. He was again. I'm, I'm I i do not know if it's somebody with the coaching at Stoke, but again, he, he was making the easy passes rather than doing what he's been doing for a while, which yep. is making the clever passes. And because our wing backs aren't getting up, we are looking completely toothless, completely toothless again, like second half yep. of last season. And Vrancic did some good things, don't get me wrong, but he gets a 4 because he wasn't being creative enough. We brought him in to do this job of passing through to get people away, and he didn't do it yesterday. And it cost us at the end, because I, I was sat there in the crowd thinking, but ain't are going to score here, we're going to get smashed again here, it's going to be a smash and grab again. Because I just yeah. saw how quickly we were and how slow we were and how long it was taking for substitutes to come in. And I just wasn't impressed right so we'll go in with now with jacob brown
1: i thought jacob brown had one of his poorer matches having said that he didn't get much pass to him um neither of the forwards did to be honest in truth uh he, he runs he presses but he's lucky he get a four yesterday
0: uh, i was going to give him a free actually yesterday jacob brown um too much walking round again. He, I mean, he needs to drop back more. When, the game, when, when we've, we've Now we've got no wing-backs at the moment because we're, we're playing very deep because the way we've been conceding goals. We need Brown to drop deeper and become that spare Cam in that role. Yeah. And for me, yesterday he wasn't doing it. He was just sort of standing round and and Campbell ended up trying to do it. But Campbell had, Campbell's not fit enough yet to be dropping deep to become a Cam. We need, we need Brown to do that. He's the fitter man. He's the one who's Who's been playing regular football? And it, yesterday, he, I know he had nothing to feed off on, but he's got to do more. When the game's going against us like this, he's got to drop deeper and try break through and try create a bit of space somewhere. And he just didn't do it. He was too. I busy. would have kept him on to partner Fletcher
1: when Fletcher came on, though Brown. I wouldn't to
0: take them off. Yeah, because I think he would have. Because I think Fletcher and Brown do suit each other. To be honest, yeah. but yeah. you know. It, it's just one of them you get, you get you, you, just not good enough for me yesterday right so now we move into to Tyrese Campbell
1: well I have said um, that I didn't think he was anywhere near match fit um, and I thought yesterday showed he's probably miles away from being match fit um, he's best coming off the bench at the moment he, he certainly can't do the pressing um, he's not scoring I mean yeah we didn't get much chances yesterday can forgive players who don't trap back and who don't do this and don't do that? If he's scoring, but he's not back at that stage yet. And I and I thought it showed how much we we missed even Soling yesterday because there's there's no alternatives isn't there? If you're going to give Fletcher a break, um, then you're going to have to play Brown and and Campbell
0: at the moment. And I, and I thought he was pretty poor, and I'm giving him a three. Hey, I'm going to give him a four. The reason I'm going to give him a four is because he he did try and get back and help and try to support Vranchis. He was dropping deeper to try and pick the ball up and try and make things happen. But he isn't sharp enough yet. He's he's carrying a bit too much muscle for me as well. I think he's a yeah. bit too bulked at the moment. That's got to go because we need him quick rather than bulked and powerful. That's what Brown's job is. That's what Fletcher's job is. He didn't have anything. He was feeding off scraps, as we all know. Yeah, so, okay. so was Brown and I'll, I'll give him a four because at least he was trying and that's all I can give really because at the end of the day he's not fit and he shouldn't be starting games I thought to me it made sense for him to start against Bristol yeah. rather than against Blackburn for me yeah I agree because it, it, Bristol aren't, aren't playing well he's quick you know he might, and then give him 60 minutes and then then Fletcher's ready for Blackburn which would have been a better fit for me but I'm not the manager unfortunately Right so stephen fletcher came on for jacob brown what we're going to give fletcher
1: well i thought fletcher put himself about a bit he tried his best he clearly wasn't fit enough to start the match or he would have started but i he's getting a five
0: that's an eye mark that is, for this (laughs) week that's our second to man of the match for you (laughs) yeah well there you go Well, I, I always go with a five with substitute if he comes on, unless he does something horrific and he didn't. So, I'll give him a five as well. He, he tried; he was, he was bouncing around. He tried get get the ball, but we, we were done by that point. So, I just couldn't yeah. see. I just couldn't see even as creating a chance at that point. Right. Now so see. now we've got Tom Ince coming on for Morgan Fox. Yes, uh, things you never thought you'd see. Hoping Tom Ince would come on and liven us up a bit.
1: Uh, I don't think he did
0: much. He tries, he runs around. The players say um, he's good, but for me, four. A four? Um, I'll go with a five again, because I always do with substitutes. Um, he didn't do a lot wrong. He he just, he had he had a bit of energy about him, which I liked. He sort of sparked us a bit, but... He didn't really create anything again. No. Which is the problem. You know, when we bring a player on and he's, yeah, he has got a bit of pace, we need him come on and create a chance or do a good through ball. It's like yesterday, all the players seem to be terrified to take a chance on a through ball. Which, yeah, no, that's true. It scares me a bit because, you know, just one good through ball with Campbell and Brown up front, there could have been a goal and yeah. that's the thing they, just, they seem to just pass to the easy option all the time yes,
1: absolutely sideways backwards reset sideways
0: backwards reset and it, but that's been going on now for four or five years it's been going yeah. on a long time and you know when Tom come on I thought well he might have a bit of pace to liven it up and he did for a, a brief period but then it all died down quick and he obviously lost confidence and he's a player that doesn't want to be here and you, you can see absolutely.
1: that but- I mean, if you looked at that team yesterday and you're Tom Ince and you couldn't get in the starting 11, then you know your days are numbered. The problem is, nobody clearly wants him.
0: Well, nobody wants him because he won't let Joey drop his wages, which we're going to talk about after that, because I think it's a good topic. But before okay. we go into that, um, Dougherty back. and he come on for James Chester? The best moment of the game for me. Uh, well,
1: I didn't think Alfie Doughty did a great deal. Um I think he's got to have a run of games before we'll
0: actually see the Alfie Doughty we think we bought. And I'm going to give him a five as well. Yeah, same for me. I'm going to give him a five. To be honest, he's not going to get a lot of minutes at this moment in time. But he's a player I like. I like his electricity. I like his pace. We were crying out for him yesterday at left wing back, to be honest. And... I'm wondering, do we do, do, with with Alfie Dowerty? Is he fit? Because I don't think he's been fit since he joined the club, has he?
1: I don't think he's hundred percent fit because he's not played enough matches. But um, I think he's going in the right way. For for me, as I said, you know, the whole thing fell apart when um, Wilmot should have gone as the uh, defensive midfielder. It was the wrong wrong formation for the. For
0: The players, I, I I thought that was bad, and, and um, no doubt we'll come on to the manager in a minute. Yeah, it won't be far away, yeah. right? So, yeah, what we will do an, a score for the actual Holstoke performance. God, uh, three, I'm going to go over one. I think that's the worst performance this season, to be honest. I know we've had no, bad shoes, missed off the word yet. What? you missed off the word well, yes. don't, well don't bring it right down Am. it's already a <laughs> depressing one don't, don't, don't put yet in we can't have a worse it's one than the that performance of the season yet. we've still got several matches to go because in the other games where we've you know had a good hiding and we've had a good or a bad 10 minutes where we conceded 3 goals yesterday there was nothing yesterday absolutely nothing no creativity no enthusiasm, no hard work No skill, nothing No I'll take you to
1: I'll, I'll say that um, Whilst there was no creativity um, I, I Think that A lot of those players are As close as you can get to running on empty Rightly or wrongly they are um, Some of them Were playing out of position And I simply don't believe They didn't try I actually when you look at when you look at Blackburn, as I said, they've been scoring goals for fun this season and we restricted them and that was because we set up not to make it easy for them and, and, and to try to defend them. and if we were lucky, get a goal on the break. Um, I I'm one of the first to criticise players when I don't think they tried, but I think we have got a group of players at the moment that do try. Some of the things we tried wasn't, weren't coming off yesterday. It was a dire performance, absolutely dire performance. Um, but I think there's lots of mitigating circumstances.
0: It sounds like excuses, Adams. I'm sorry, but <laughs> Yeah, that's
1: fine. You're entitled to your opinion. I, I don't make excuses. I just felt for them yesterday. I mean, if you asked me to pick out a player who I didn't seem to think showed much urgency, then I would pick Sawyer straight away. And if you asked me to pick a player who I thought their legs had gone, but still tried, then I would pick Chester. And I think there's a massive difference between the character of those two players. Chester will bust a gut, even though his guts are already busted, if you know what I mean. He'll he'll continue to try. And even when he was, people were going past him for fun yesterday, what did he do? He at least had the nose to kick him up in the air. Whereas I just didn't feel Sawyer's had the wherewithal to be bothered to kick people up in the air. Now that might be his laid back style or languid style whatever people
0: want to call it, but for me it's not good enough for Stoke City. No, I, I, I agree with that, but I just, I felt like when I looked at him, these these are players that know they haven't got a future for me. When I look at Chester, when I look at even Bat, to be honest, because I don't think he'll get a new contract. Davies, I think a few of these players were probably annoyed as well at Timon's just been given a new contract, then they're sat where it's going to run out at the end of the season. And I think Danny
1: Bart will be offered another year, personally.
0: Well, if they do, it's just that's where we're going to go as a football club, isn't it? Which we are going to talk about after. But for me, I just I, I felt like there was no effort yesterday. That's why I think people were booing. That's why I think people were jeering because it looked like there was no effort. You know, it looks laboured. It looked like...
1: Sometimes, I think, Ian, sometimes I think having no idea uh, can be misconstrued as no effort. I I simply... I've seen some stoke rubbish in my days, a bit more than you have. I saw the Holocaust season. Um, But I think sometimes when players... Nothing's happening for them and they've run out of ideas, it looks like they aren't trying. And I don't think... Hand on heart, I don't think I could pick a player yesterday that just down tools and didn't try. I can pick a couple of players that I thought, what are you doing on the pitch? Get off, you're having a stinker. But I I actually think he's got a good group of players that that are doing their best. That best may not be good enough for us, uh, and it isn't what we're used to. But I, I just didn't feel that they didn't try yesterday. I just felt that they weren't good enough.
0: Well, that could be the case, but I was not happy yesterday, I've got Well, I mean, none
1: of us are happy. I'm still not happy now. We're talking on a Sunday night, and I could have, you know, I could have, we haven't got a dog anymore, but if we had, he'd be in orbit. I just, I just, it just, as you get older, you think, I'm not going to let this happen. You'll be thinking the same, this isn't going to ruin my weekend again. As soon as the final, well, before the final whistle went, I could feel the black cloud descending on my head. Honestly, and that's the problem when you're a supporter. A player goes away, he's got another game to get ready for, they start training tomorrow, they'll be fighting for the, for, for the sh- to get in the team on the Sunday. We don't, we suffer it. We suffer it for a whole six or seven days. And that's the problem when you, you're so invested in the football club because it's, it, it's, it, it gives you a buzz, doesn't it? When we won three in a row, everybody was bouncing around and thinking the world was marvellous. You know, no, it's not so marvellous.
0: Yeah, it's definitely not so marvellous. Right, so moving to Michael O'Neill's rating.
1: Um, well, this will shock a few people who think I'm his friend, or certainly used to. I thought he picked the wrong formation. Uh, I told you I thought timing should have stayed in his position. I would have played Wilmot. It's easy to say now, hindsight's a wonderful thing, but um, he tried some subs, he, he, ch- he changed the formation... Uh, I'm
0: going to give him a five. Oh, low for you. Uh, I'm going to give him a four actually for this week. I thought the whole setup was wrong. I think he needs to let the wing backs break because without the wing backs we, we look completely, completely void of ideas. I think his decision not to put Wilmot in midfield rather than timing was a bad decision. And I think playing Campbell alongside Brown was a bad decision if you're going to play Campbell alongside anyone it needs to be Stephen Fletcher because they had a good yeah. combination early on last season um, I, I just think he, he substitutes with you know not going to improve anything when they did come on and, and I think it was just it was just a nightmare from the beginning to end we, we, we I don't know how we didn't get battered really but Blackburn didn't even have to go in second gear to beat us yesterday and I think a lot of that goes down to the tactics. He's got to sort this out. I mean, at the end of the day, he's got to be a midfielder in the academy that put a better performance in the time and did in that position yesterday. Because at the end of the day, I understand that they're on empty tanks, this, that and the other. But when, the da- when you've got this many injuries, bring the kids, a few of the kids in. No, I don't mean like put nine, ten of them in. I'm on about just one or two and see how they go on. Because it can't be worse than playing a left wing back in the midfield. Can't be worse. And no, I'm
1: I'm not dis- not disagreeing with you at all. I, my my biggest problem yesterday was the passing out from the back. I mean, on the, in 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 the weather, which was particularly horrible yesterday. You know, apart from being cold, it was a it was quite a windy day, and we know that that spoils the football at Stoke. But when you've got Danny Bart playing in the centre defence, right? He's not got the same ability as Souter and probably six times out of ten when he tries to play out from the back um, the the opposition intercept the ball because he hasn't got that same skill. I yesterday would have just lumped it up the field. Honest, I'd have lumped it up the field in that weather.
0: Well, I would have done because Black being are very shaky at the back which is why they yeah. aren't in the high positions. And But the problem is we've got no knock-on man. You know, Fletcher can do it a bit, and Brown can do it slightly. But if we put the ball up, it's just coming straight back. That's yeah, the problem. But
1: yesterday, yesterday, Ian, you got Vančić. He was he was sort of playing uh, way in more advanced than normal. You have got Timon um, playing out of position, and and I'm not sure where Soyers was. Soyers was sort of doing everything that Vančić and Timon wasn't, or supposedly. But it's it. It just didn't, it looked awful because there were gaps all over the pitch. They just get the ball and you do straight away. Um, I know I've said we should have just hoofed the ball up the pitch and that sometimes just leads you to being exposed at the back. But I just thought we were exposed at the back uh, all the way through and we now got, we now got to play Danny Bart. whatever everybody thinks, unless they buy another player in January, right? We're going to have to play Bart, and Bart can't play the ball out like Suter did. So you've got to find Either you've just got to accept that he can't, and just accept that we're going to give the ball away a lot, or we've got to find another way of getting to the transfer window. I personally think we need a central defensive midfielder, and that will make a massive difference to our football club.
0: Well. That's what we're going to move into next. So we're going to go into the January transfer window. How many players do you reckon we need? I'm going to tell you what I do. How many players Come on, do you... you
1: do yours
0: first. Um, I think we need four or five players, to be honest. Name the positions. Um, I'd say I'd, I'd go for Suti, to be honest, John, if we can get hold of him. I'd hold him midfielder. Another Cam, so when Powell's out we've got somebody there, because we haven't got, Vrancic, he can't play that position, he's too old, he's too slow, and he's too old, to play in that position, and we need him, deeper, because without him, again, there's no creativity, and when he's too high up the pitch, he hasn't got time, to use that creativity, so for me, another cam, when Powell's injured, needs to come in, because let's be honest, Powell will never complete, 46 games a season, We, we know that anyway, so, for me, we need a cam, and we need a striker, we definitely a strike it and I feel we need another goalkeeper just while Bajic's out-ended for me I just well, the,
1: the story is we're already looking at a, at a goalkeeper um, who's a free agent at the moment that's doing the rounds at the moment if I was Bonham I'd be very disappointed if that was the case if you're looking for yet another keeper um, because he's not had a chance I mean Adam Davis I don't think will sign a long-term contract with Stoke anyway because I think he realises his time is done when Bursic's fit again, if Bursic gets fit again. Um, and I'm not saying he won't, but we've been this route with another JB, Jack Butland. He was never the same having got injured for England. Um, in terms of who I think, I think, I don't think we need another goalkeeper at the moment. I think we need, definitely need a central defensive midfielder, because if Thompson isn't fit, uh, and Thompson's probably still a couple of weeks away from being fit, then we struggle and i think that's been the biggest problem a lot of people didn't like john obi mckell um he was past his best undoubtedly but he, he did the dirty stuff and we've got nobody doing that now and soyers isn't the man to do that uh so i think we'll look for somebody in central defensive midfield um we've got tom edwards coming back who could play in the middle of the defense or as a fullback. i think he'd probably be better playing in the middle of the defense but he's got to earn the trust of the manager again because obviously something went wrong as uh, he went out on loan. He clearly didn't think he was the right man or right mentality or good enough and I would go for a striker. I would go for somebody up front because we're so lacking on firepower. I mean, you you can't trust Surridge because obviously he's not played great. We both know now, if you didn't know before, you know now that Campbell's quite a way off being match fit. Um, and it's alright saying he's got to get his match fitness somewhere. I'd rather him come off the bench than play like he did yesterday because effectively it, it, it was just awful. Um, and I think those are the only two positions we'll go for, if I'm being honest.
0: I think, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think there's going to be a load of transfers coming in. I, th- I think I've still, still got a feeling on John Souter, but I think that's now edging towards more Nottingham Forest now because I think his old teammate and friend Scott McKenney is at Forest as well, from what yeah. I'm hearing. So that one might not happen. But for me, we need a centre-back. We need we need a centre-back so we can start getting rid of this garbage like Chester. You know, we can't... We can, the thing is, I look at this squad as a whole. And at the moment, I know FFP is there and it's causing us problems. But this team's never going to get promoted unless some real quality starts coming in. And I know FFP makes a big statement, but that goes next season if we if we met all the requirements. Are we going to go for it next year? Are we going to, Or is this us now? Are we going to start thinking, you know, with free transfer from here, there and everywhere is going to get us in the Premier League? Because I can't see it at this moment in time. We're a mile away from being a Premier League football team. The, 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 the amount we've dropped in the last three years is frightening. You know, we've got players... Yeah,
1: plenty- but hang on a minute, right. We're... I'm as depressed as anybody else listening to this podcast and you we've probably depressed people now more than we were before and if they haven't switched off yet they might do in a couple of seconds but we are seventh we are seventh within touching distance, three points off third now we aren't going to get top two you know unless there's the most dramatic fall off from Bournemouth and Fulham we ain't going to get top two I don't care how we play I still believe that we have a squad without the major injuries we've had in the second half of this season that will get us in the top six. Once you've got into that top six and you're in the playoffs, it's a lottery in the playoffs. If Stoke are lucky enough to win the playoffs and there's lots of ifs and buts, that squad that we have won't be the squad that goes into the Premier League because then the owners will buy like like they did last time. So I'm not bothered... Whether the squad's good enough to play in the Premier League, I just want us to get in the playoff positions to give us that chance because we have got very wealthy owners who will buy and will be able to buy if we get into that situation. So for me, with, we've had a bad week, we've had bad weeks before, I think we'll come through it, and I'd nail my colours to the mask now as I did last night. I think Stoke will get in the top six. So you rip what I've set up now for the toilet paper.
0: <laughs> I, I I sort of agree with you, but I think I think we could scrape into the top six. I think we've got all the chance in the world because the the fact is we we one of them's team now that wins loses draws win win lose lose win win. You, you know we we do keep picking up the odd results, but we haven't had to be honest. There's not been many times a season where we've played well. Let's let's be honest. We we we've, we've scraped through games. We, we haven't comfortably beat anybody, have we? This season, no, and we look to me. We've got too many inconsistent players that are dragging us down in this these key times. We fought the same. This I think it was this time last year. We were all going, oh, we could we're going to scrape it to that top six, and then we had a couple of injuries, and it all started falling apart. And around around the same time, around Christmas, it all started falling apart because we didn't have the quality in the backup areas to come in. ...and keep us going... ...and we're in that same position now... ...we've got no replacement really for Nick Powell... ...we've got no real replacement in my opinion... ...for Harry Suter... ...because Chester keeps coming back in... ...Ostergaard keeps getting dropped for some reason... ...when I think he's probably one of is the second best defender... ...in my opinion... ...but the the problem is... ...it's, it's the inconsistency that I'm worried about... ...and I know because the same thing happened last year... ...the inconsistency started... And then last year we got a couple of injuries and then boom, that just completely fell away, it just just become literally inconsistent. Yeah, it did. But but when
1: you look at yesterday's game, right? Once once it became obvious that Tyman was gonna have to move to midfield, given the fact that we got Joe Allen's suspension and the injuries, right? And 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 most people. I was surprised he didn't start Fletcher. I thought he would have started Fletcher and took him off, but he didn't. Right? You can't play with the five-three-two system or the two-three-five system. You have to change the system, and that's what got me yesterday. He didn't change the system. We should have gone four-three-three. And, oh, and I don't know. We we went four, two, three, one with about ten minutes to go, but it was just a complete aberration of the team yesterday. There was nothing. There was everybody was just trying to keep the ball out of our net and hope for a breakaway. In my opinion, that's how it looked to me.
0: Yeah, it did to me. it the, the, This is the thing with it, it you know. Because the same thing happened last season when he started tweaking around with the system, and I don't know. Is he this this season start thinking? I don't tweak it too much because last year it cost us the playoffs. You know, is he thinking, well, if I stick with it and just put whatever I can in? But it doesn't work. You know, when you're playing time, doesn't move for the ball. He, he waits for the ball to no, come to him. And mm-hmm. he's, and, you know, Ben Wilmot is a runner. He'll run. He'll run here. He'll run there. He'll chase the ball there. He'll, he was perfect for that midfield for me while we're while struggling at the moment. I'd rather yeah. see Ben Wilmot in the midfield at this moment in time. Than, than Soyuz. because he'll do yeah, the work and that's I agree, the thing
1: but in an ideal world he said earlier in the season our manager that he, he was hoping to get two players to play every position at the football team right that was his plan and he was trying to get that well we haven't got it right and when you haven't got it then you're going to have to change your system right we aren't changing our system uh, and you look how many games there are till, till January now. When you have a look at the, you know, who we've gotta play, right, you've got two, four, five, we've got five games before January the 1st. That's a lot of games where, when you're, you're missing the personnel that um, that we haven't got available. So you either, you either find a way to use the players we've got in a system that fits those players, and I don't care whether it's ugly or not. We've got to get through until the January window, and we ain't going to get through to the January window uh, with a chance of making the playoffs if we don't adapt more. And and that's my worry.
0: Yeah, there's yeah it is. I, I think we're too. The problem is with the injuries that we've got at the moment, and he seems to be very reluctant to use youngsters like he was last season. And. The, the problem is like, we've got Tom coming back which is always a good sign because I've, I've always rated Tom, I think he's a decent player because at the moment I'm looking at Tommy Smith and he's looking like the player of last season but yeah. it, dropping us deep is isn't going to get us wins it means we're under pressure and we've got inconsistent defenders like Chester and like we know Wilmot's inconsistent at times where he can do daft things because he's a young lad and yesterday that got cost us and against Bristol City it cost us because we yeah. because we we weren't changing the system to utilize what we have got, and for me this that's a bad decision to put to put Varancic in the cam rather than Sawyer's. because Soyuz, for me I hope the pitch does work better than deeper. And yeah, he does, and he
1: looks much better when we, we're winning a match too. But you
0: can say that about loads of players. Well, yeah, there's there's a lot of them at Stoke, but the, the reason why I was talking about the squad and why I wanted to make a conversation about it is that. You know, there's got to be a lot of changes for me. If we don't go up next season, there's going to be a lot of players that, for me, I'd let go. I know they're first, some of them are first-team players, and I'd let a lot of them go. But do we feel that there's, there's going to be money there available to make the drastic improvements? Do you reckon we'll be able to make those drastic improvements to make I, it? I,
1: I think we will make improvements, and I think... Um we won't be shopping in the in the places we've shopped before. I think they'll be looking, looking for younger players that they can perhaps sell on, like he did with Jacob Brown. And there's no doubt now that Jacob Brown's worth more than he was when we bought him. I still don't think he's anywhere near the finished article, but I think they were trying to do the same with Surridge, and so far that hasn't looked good. And then you look at the players like Seymour, we've got in on loan, that obviously his, his injury is, I quote, complex. Um, we're not going to see much return out of him but um, I do think I do think that Michael O'Neill will get us better players I don't think he's an idiot uh, I know a lot of people don't like him and they feel that he's run his course but I'll just say this who else are you going to get that, that would have done what he's done and turned the club around and continue to improve us um, I don't think there's anybody out there that would want the job to be honest
0: not at the moment in time, not with the set of players we've got.
1: Yeah, and when I say want the job, Ian, I mean that we would want. So I'm yeah. not saying nobody would want the job, because Stoke's job is still is a great job to have, particularly with the stable ownership. But I don't think there'd be anybody that we would want that would want the job.
0: Yeah, no, that's the thing. Is there's got to be a big squad overall next season, in my opinion, and
1: there's yeah. got to be a
0: bit of money spent. Simple so as So
1: who are you picking to play against Queen's Park Rangers then?
0: Oh God. Well we never do well against QPR do we? So.
1: Well we don't do well in London and I, I'm now going to nail my colours to the mast again and say you know this team will stick together. Um, we are nailed on to lose at Queen's Park Rangers probably by everybody having had a bad performance, playing in London again, they're playing well. I think Stoke will win.
0: That's very positive. I'm getting with a 1-0 defeat. Um, that's very positive for you no because I just I feel like we're we're still late but they're they're so quick aren't they QPR they're such a quick team and you know what we found out against Blackburn we struggle against Pace and you know picking the squad the squad picks itself now at this moment in time because unless we bring youngsters in this that and the other it's going to be the same team it's going to be a difficult challenge now because we've got five games and these players are going to have to Start getting plenty of energy shakes in because they need they've they've got to get up for it now. We don't do well in London. We don't do well at QPR. They've they battered us a few times. Even when we we're in good form last year, I think we'd won two before and then went there and lost four two or four one. We got battered, and I can only see the same thing again. But but this time I think we'll hold tight and win and lose one nil. But you know at this moment in time we've just got to try and scrape as many points as we can. Till we can yeah, well, I've, I've asked you for your team. You're
1: not going to
0: tell me what your team is, are you? Uh, right, my team. I'll go with Davies. I'll go with Wilmot, Bat. And if Hostegaard's fit, I'll put Hostegaard in. I'd probably put Smith right wing back. I'd put Dowerty if he's fit enough to play left wing back. <sighs> Midfield. Um, I'd have to put Sawyers in because I think he's the only fit central midfielder. No, no, I we'll won't put Soyuz central midfield. I'll we'll put Varancic. You've got Alan back? Yeah, so I'll we'll put Varancic alongside Alan with Sawyer's in a higher role as a cam. And then I'd go with Fletcher and Brown. Right,
1: well, I'm going Davis. Um, I'm going to have Smith and Tymon as your wing backs with Ostergaard, Barton, Fox. I'd have Wilmot, Allen, and Varancic in midfield, and I'd have Fletcher and Brown up front.
0: Are we are you putting Wilmot in there? It was, it was a joke of a suggestion the other weekend about putting Wilmot yeah, in Yeah, well,
1: team. I mean, it's a joke of a team. No, seriously, <laughs> I, I just thought that if Thompson's not fit, and I'd love to think he's going to be fit, but it was pretty obvious yesterday that Michael O'Neill doesn't think he's going to be fit, then I wouldn't play Sawyers. But the other side of the coin is, of course, Sawyers played for Brentford and may play well at Queen's Park Rangers, but my team would be... Davies
0: with Smith and Time, as the wing backs, Ostergaard, Barton, Fox, with Wilmot in midfield, with Alan Branchich and Fletcher and Brown up front. Right, there we go then. So you put your uh,
1: what's your score prediction?
0: One non Stoke, and I'm going to QPR. <laughs> so, well, one nil QPR. So well, we could be both wrong,
1: couldn't
0: we? Well, we were both there, well. Well, I would yeah to take a draw at this moment in time. I mean, we were both wrong last week. I think I went one nil Bristol City, and I think I went two two Stoke blackburn but. I was completely wrong <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah so obviously that's that's how that goes right so the women haven't played this week i think it's been called off because of the snow yeah and it's, it's still snowing here as i speak yeah it is here it's still snowing here and i think that's it and we've hit in the hour mark so we'll say ta well it's been lovely to talk to you i look
1: forward to us having a much happier chat next time we speak and have a good week everybody
0: so thanks for listening everybody if you enjoyed the podcast make sure you get involved on the social media just type in the pots podcast if you're new to this and want to find out a podcast platform we're on all of them spotify amazon itunes everywhere just get yourself up, put type in the pots podcast you'll find as easy and if anyone is on itunes if you could do there's a great honor of putting a five-star review in it means an hell of a lot to me if anybody already has thank you from the bottom of my heart it means a lot so thanks for listening All the best.